I mean, it, this is this is the crossover episode, baby. Welcome to Believe in the Southside slash Sons of Honarchy. Boy, 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 boy. It, 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 it's your boy, Kia Somar. Um, no, I'm no, kidding. No, um, it, it's no. your boy, Steve-O. You can find me on Twitter at DrunkShySoxFan. Joining me, as always, is who, who, who's next? Oh, hey. <laughs> What's going on? It's it's uh, your boy Carrie, that baseball fan on Twitter, or that bye fan. That base, now. Yeah, you know what? It actually does look more like that base bye fan because of something that fucker Thanks, Elon. Elon did. Yeah, <laughs> so now it actually looks like that base bye fan. But uh, no, I'm very excited about this show. I know we're not going live, but uh, I don't think anybody wants to see our guest face too much. So, um, Steve, <laughs> not, I will let not this you early enter- on a Saturday morning either. Oh, no, fuck that. Uh, this um, early, this early, it yeah. is 10 in 10, 15. A lot of people are still like recovering from hangovers at mm-hmm. this time. In the a lot of people. Uh, why'd you say a lot of people, Steve? I think we, you mean, we can't nope, even not introduce just me, myself and I can't even introduce him without a fight. This is ridiculous, Steve. <laughs> this is this is literally how it goes. Every single episode of Sons of Monarchy. So God. I don't know why people, if it's people malarkey. listen to us and listen to have listened to Sons in the past, it's they already malarkey. know. Tommy and I just uh, always just want to go at each other, regardless. That's and inappropriate. Usually, and usually I have the more logical take, but... Usually. With that being said, I will agree with that. I will not. No, not always, though. And not that always. is why. And that is why you have your Twitter Twitter handle, Mr. Tommy B. Go ahead and introduce yourself <laughs> at Hot Take Tommy. So we are all here together to enjoy some frivolity on uh, a crisp Saturday morning. It's like 25 um, degrees outside, isn't it? Yeah, not 35. Have you, you have not been outside. You haven't Fuck been. No. Wow. Come on, man. You haven't walked the dog. You no, got to get I a dog first. A dog to walk. <laughs> How the hell is Louie? Louie is great. He's, he's seven years old now. So I love Louie. Getting older. Still a pain in the fucking ass. Wouldn't, wouldn't poop this morning. So what, ground what? pound of rebound. Ground pound of rebound? What? No, the round <laughs> round boundary. What the fuck? I don't know, man. I was just trying to be like kind about how chunky he is. He's fat. You could say that. Well, I don't done, get son. offended by that word. <laughs> yes. Uh, re- remember, you know, and on the Believe in the South Side, we can say the word fat and yes. not, you know, get upset about We've it. We've had Tommy, a guest literally. I am not a, a fat shamer. Yeah, that was that. That episode yes. was <clears throat> something. Something to build. Surprised that Believe in the Southside <laughs> still exists after uh, after that, you know, that beautiful guest that we had, Sir Gabriel D. Silva. <laughs> anyway, I, I speaking of the person that you always fat shame, though, Steve, uh, Karis Lynn is. <laughs> I'm trying so desperately to like transition this to talking about the World Baseball Classic, and I like just was grasping at straws. Oh, there, but... that's right, that's right. We're a baseball podcast. <laughs> we're two baseball podcasts coming together, and we haven't talked about baseball yet. It's Let's talk horrible. baseball. <laughs> just yelling at each other. Um, well, I, can I? I'm happy to be here, by the way. Um, but uh, yeah, have you guys been watching the World Baseball Classic at this point? I've only been watching when like Cuba like, plays or like clips. That's yeah, all I've watched his clips. I've been watching when like the Sox players play. Actually, Yohan's double or uh, pardon me, Luis's double of the wall looked real nice. That was a nice little piece of hitting there after his first at bat, which was atrocious. Did you say Eloy? Was it Eloy versus the wall? 
<laughs> oh, did that's I say a warrior? Did I mean Louise? I meant Louise. Okay, you, I okay. think you said Louise, but uh, I just Carrie wanted to... was somewhere else. Carrie is selected. I just wanted to get a jab. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I saw the Yoan game where he went three for five with a walk, too. Very good. Very good. Why do we love Yoan? Because he gets on base. Because he gets on base. And that's the thing with Yoan Moncada. But he doesn't. I think like, this, he hasn't for the last year well, and Let's half. not talk about last year. Okay, last year. And let's see, think about the entire team the last year and a half, right? Yoan's going to want me. Of- I don't want to think about the team for the no, last I year and a half. Steve. Don't either, especially <laughs> after what Kerry told me, just or told us oh, yeah, right before we went on the air. Like our boy What 20- was this? Was this an athletic article? Yeah, I think it was an athletic article or so- someone put it out there, but Lance Lynn was just talking about how um, – our our old boy Tony Larusa used to have to take multiple naps during the day before games and stuff. And that, that's a that's our manager. So don't say that's not our manager. Not anymore. Our old manager. You don't you don't say that. You don't say that. <laughs> Hashtag not my manager. <laughs> He's gone forever. He can't hurt you anymore. Uh, oh, he still can. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> Jerry Reinsdorf is still alive, and Tony LaRusso is still alive. I wouldn't put it past this dumbass organization. Bring him back! <laughs> that would be purely insane. The um, return of the return. The return reprise. No, uh, that's not going to happen, Steve. Um, Pedro Grafal is going to take us to the promised land. It's going to be great. I, I have, oh, we got some eye roll from Carrie. I, I love the faith <laughs> that you have in the coaching staff. I do too. But Carrie, go ahead and, and put some words to that eye roll for our what, listeners. What, what does uh, promised land mean? That's what I would like to know. Uh, title. Second, yeah, no, uh, winning the uh, division series and then getting bounced in the CS. Okay. Yes. I CS. They're well, gonna... That's how it, the structure is. Right. They, or he, oh, so oh, you assuming... think <laughs> he thinks they're going to win the first round? Yeah, we're going to get through the DS, guys. Come on. The, the wild card round. You're saying they're going to get through the wild no, card no, round. No, no, no. Div- we it, win the division. Now? We get straight into the d- divisional series. Yeah. So you're saying they're going to be one of the top two teams in the. Oh, yeah. They're going to fight to make the World divisional Series. series. <laughs> top two. <laughs> top two teams in the AL. Teams in the AL. Straight to the division series. Win it. Sweep it. Losing this championship series. Oh, that's that's funny. That's no, it's funny. not going to happen. No, I, I have high hopes, but uh, what you act, what you actually are asking is, is where do I actually think that the team can land this year? Right. That's that's the question. Like, what are my hopes actually with Pedro Gafal now? Yeah, yeah. Jokes aside, they're going to make the playoffs and and do poorly in the playoffs. Yeah. Right. You know, a few podcasts ago, Tommy, I would have disagreed with you about the playoffs, but the more that I'm like reading about camp and how different it is now and, Mm -hmm. you know, underlying numbers last year and how fucking bad they were, you know, Mm -hmm. I I think that they could actually win the division this year. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, I said 82 wins. I'm probably more around like 86, 87, 88 wins now, and you still win the division. So mm-hmm. I think that's changed for me in the past like three weeks, four weeks, just talking to different people. And, you know, our, our boy Alex Rude, too, is I was talking to him for a while about this and how like there's the Patrick Ewing effect, if you know what that is. Do you know what that uh, is? I've never the heard Ewing. that one before. So there's like the Ewing effect where like 
you had a shitty season the city this the year before him, mm-hmm. and you know you lost your best player. Okay, Jose Abreu is your best player, yeah, and I mean, you best like offensively for sure. Yeah, and you like love the guy because he's been here for ten years, but he's never really won <sighs> shit for us anyway. And people are like doubting the whole team because you just lost your star best player, and how are we going to have anybody with leadership skills and you know all that stuff? And then the team ends up doing well, and that I think that's what happened with the Knicks. I'm pretty sure that's why it's the Ewing effect. So yeah, they like got better. Starts. Yeah, so like, you know, the more and more I'm just looking at everything and the stats and you know, Andrew Benatendi and and Oscar Colas looks great and and you know, Elvis Andrews. As much as I, Elvis Andrews looks great. He does. And as much as I want to say this guy's such a piece of shit, he's not suspended anymore. Clevenger. So like now you have a, you actually have five starters, right? I mean, like as bad as that sounds, but like it's not going to be as bad as I even thought originally weeks ago. So I think that I think you're right. I think they are going to win the division. Probably 80, 88 wins, 99 wins, right? 99 wins. Yeah. <laughs> if they win 99 games, I will shave my entire head off on a live podcast with you. shave your entire head off, H- head off, like not head. even like hair, head was just my head. <laughs> That's, that is not. It's a lot of blood. You, it's a lot of should blood. Not live it's broadcast that. Viewer discretion. What do you mean? Why? Advice. Just put it on like E Bombs World or something. I'm, do I'm, they have that? I'm all good. I'm all good on that. I'm HBO will stream it, right? <laughs> I really hope they get 98 wins then, so that we don't have to watch that. And they miss the playoffs still with 98 <laughs> wins. Hey, if Byron Buxton has impossible. a full healthy season, then they could. If Byron Buxton and Carlos Correa are both healthy the whole who's, season, who's pitching for them? And and Maeda comes back and is <laughs> to Maeda. I know, right? Seriously, exactly. Kenta Maeda Sonny and Sonny Gray come back to their 2019 form. I don't even think Sonny Gray's on that team, is he? I think he's he still, still is. He's still there, uh, just plugging along. Um, and fucking Joe Ryan actually is. Sorry. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa! Too much smoke in the lungs. Sorry. Well, like, yes. that Joe Ryan thing, like the green choke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe Fantastic. Ryan's scary, man. I, 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 it's not that. No, I've never heard anybody. Sonny Gray is still a Minnesota twin. Yeah. And he I had mean, an ERA of 308 last year. That's fascinating. I'm sure his FIP and, oh, God, I'm sure it's her. Tyler Mahley. 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 Yeah. Mahley. Mahley. And Chris Paddock, he's probably not coming back. I mean, Chris Paddock, no, he's not. He's not supposed to be. He's like, no, he's not even supposed to come back to like what? For me, the twins are like, Sonny Gray's got to maintain what he did last year. And Pablo Lopez is really good, but he's going to a new league, right? And Tyler Molly, he had Mailey, whatever, whatever the hell you want to call him. He had, he, (laughs) he was injured like last year. I mean, he was still like 83 miles per hour at one point. So like. I, I think all of this just comes down to the point of like how bad the AL Central is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the fact that we're talking about the White Sox and the Twins needing to perform at their like 90th percentile to be competitive. Well, <laughs> yeah. And and then on top of that, throw and be healthy. And then on top of that, can we talk about the reason why Cleveland won the division last year? It's because the White Sox and the Twins were so fucking bad mm-hmm. and that everybody on Cleveland played to that 90th percentile. Yes. Do yes. you really think 
that well, Stephen Kwan is going to be as good as he was last much, year. That much. And Josh Naylor, right? Like, do you, yes. Do you think Josh Naylor is going to be that good? I mean, they don't even think Josh Naylor is going to be that good. That's why they went out and got Josh Bell. Yeah. No. So, uh, I, yes, I, I hear you on all that. I hear Jimenez, you on all that. Jimenez and Ramirez are probably going to be the best two guys on that offense. Of Everybody else is like trash. Oscar Gonzalez. Oscar Gonzalez took a big step forward last You're year. Trash. Who? Who? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Hit him with the who? who? No, no. I, for real, for real. I there was there are pundits out there that think that the the Guardians are gonna be the shoe in winner of the division. Like, I, I mean, if you want to call them pundits, I mean, there's also projection systems. Every projection system has, has them way out the in front, right? So. Yeah. I, I was speaking specifically. I like was listening to the uh, athletic baseball podcast, like the fucking round table. They basically like shat on every team up up the division until they got to the Guardians, and they're like, "Yeah, they're probably going to be even better than they were last year." Because, well, I mean, but listen to the logic. That the whole team was young. They got a year like of experience now with that. Their best part of their season last year was the back half of their season. That'll carry over into this season. They still have the best manager in the division. They still have the best player in the division with Jose Ramirez. They mm-hmm. still Pedro have the Pedro best... was the best manager in the division. Tom, <laughs> come on now. Yeah, sorry. They, well, they don't know him yet. They don't know him yet. So uh, that's I'm I'm just sharing what they were saying. No, but <laughs> but here's, still got the best pitching staff in the division by a long shot. That and I will agree with. They, they, they're, well, they have the deepest. They have the last, deepest. Last and most staff. important piece, maybe not the most important piece, the, the team that's most likely across the entire league, both leagues, I'll say, the team that's most likely to improve with the addition of these new rules, Cleveland Guardians. There's no base. fucking way. No they're way. a contact team. Exactly. Yeah, there's no way. They're exactly. A contact, no, they're a contact no. team. They're a contact against... team that's young and willing to run. Okay. Why is that? So that, yes, the, the wider changes, bases, sure. With but the at rule the same changes time, and like, the pickoff temps are limited, and there's a pitch here, clock. These are all. You know the only reason why Cleveland beat the Yankees in the division series is because the Yankees got Babbitt. No, I meant like in the games. Oh, that the they games actually, that they did win. Yeah, right. It went to five games, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Right. Yeah. The reason why Cleveland won both of those games is because the Yankees got Babbitt to death. Right. Uh, like if you look at those numbers, it is stupid. It's pure luck. The one game, I think their BABIP was like 450-something. Like, it's just unrealistic, Tom. That's what I'm looking at is like, you know, just looking at these guys' stats and how they did last year. You're telling me Aman Rosario is going to get a four war again? No, Steven no, Kwan's no. going to be worth five? You know, like, <laughs> Josh Nunes is going to be worth two? Get, get, get the fuck out of here. There's no way. No, I okay. I, I hear I hear you on all that. I hear you on that all that. And I, I am just sharing what it is that I heard. I don't no, think yeah, that they're gonna be as good as they were last year, and I'm playing devil's advocate, mind you, but I do think there is a little bit of like I am a little worried more so than I am about the twins, because the twins, it's a house of cards. Like Buxton gets injured, Correa gets injured, the whole thing goes to shit. They got right. fucking like who's yeah. the center field? AJ Taylor or something. The Michael A. Taylor, there you go. They just signed him, who's like, nobody gives a shit, basically. But he's the backup for, (laughs) he's going to play most of the games in center field because Byron Buxton is going to be out, most likely. You know, like, so we're not scared. We're not scared. Michael A. Taylor, White Sox killer, though. (laughs) When he's in Kansas City. Here's what people forget, though, right? 
2021, the Guardians were a dog shit team. They were not good. Okay. And right. then they took that leap, right? The White Sox won like 90, what, 93 games or something, 94 games in 2021. And that was with who was the outfielder? Who were, who were the out? It was with like Adam Eaton for the first half of the year, right? I think. And he was good. God, I hate you. <laughs> oh, but, sorry. I was talking about 2015. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, he was good in 2015. But exactly. I mean, he, the problems that the White Sox had last year were you had a manager that couldn't stay awake clearly. Okay. Nice. Now you have a manager that's really up the tempo from now, from the start, where everything was so relaxed and they were like, yeah, we'll, we'll win. We're, we have talent. They, they kind of have like that, like, you know, they got shot in the foot last year where it's like, you guys fucking sucked last year. Okay. So they have motivation. And I hate that I'm like sympathizing with the White Sox because I hate the front office and everything they've done. But what you they like did them. with what they you did with the outfield. Like them. Shut up. You like I, I like them, hate, don't you? I fucking hate them. Tommy, I'll literally shave your head off. Um <laughs> but if you look at the outfield now, which was always an issue with fielding, it's now a top fielding outfield with Ben Attendee and Robert alone, and then you add Colas. And, you know, I, I think Vaughn's going to have a better season than Jose Abreu. You know, yeah, they're moving I mean, him away from his natural position in right. Yeah, field. you're, you're so, getting these guys to where they should be, right? No, so, his natural position was right field. Oh, God, I, I, I literally hate you. I'm, him and I, Gavin I, Sheets were really good. But now you have, okay, you talk about Gavin Sheets. Now Gavin Sheets, instead of a starting right fielder, outfielder, and, and you know, not playing first base, he's going to play first base primarily, and he's going to DH, you, and he's not going to be a starter, so you're not going to expose him. He was good two years ago because he wasn't playing every day, and you got to nitpick when he played and who he played against, and that's why he actually did well. So, And now you have more of an analytical approach with this coaching staff. I just I don't see them getting worse and and I don't know. I don't see the twins as anything to worry about with their pitching and Cleveland's gonna take a step back. That's just my opinion. I mean, I'm trying to look at what their Babbitt was last year as a team, Steve, because I bet it was just absolutely incredible, you know. Yeah. It, it's just stupidity. Four forty um, be Babbitt. Yeah, it, it, it's <laughs> gotta be over three. It's That's gotta be I'm sure. Yeah. Um now, let's let's talk about the starting rotation, per- particularly for the White Sox and comparing them to, obviously, Cleveland, right? Mm-hmm. Cleveland, I, I don't think it can be argued Cleveland is a stronger rotation, right? Yeah. Do we worry about depth for the White Sox in the starting rotation care- category? You always harp on this. What, what do you have against Jimmy Lambert, Steve? Um, <laughs> what the fuck? He's, he is a baseball player, right? He's- not good. <laughs> That's my problem. He's yeah, not good. No. We, and, he, and Davis Martin is so unproven, right? So say one of these guys goes down. Okay? Isn't Davis Martin still injured? He injured himself in like the last game of the season. and I, That's right. That's right. I don't know if he's fully recovered yet, but I'm. they're banking on him this year. I know that. I mean, they're banking on him to make the 26 and, and kind of be like that Hector Santiago type where he's, oh, yes. you know, being Dude, that Anytime starter. you say Hector Santiago, it gets me going. <laughs> Uh, but are we worried about the depth? Because we're, I, I think it's fair to be worried about the depth. But did you see Lucas Gilito? He pumped six Ks in three innings yesterday. Did Very you see good. Dylan Cease's last start? 
I wasn't going to talk about it. Um, <laughs> but I, the thing is you can't, you can't pick and choose in, in spring training. You can't overreact to oh, for sure. getting six K's and then completely throw away. Exactly. <laughs> now, do you, start. do you, do you want to take anything away? What okay, you, sure. Yeah, there we go. Carrie, Carrie does go, whatever he wants. It, Got it. <laughs> do you want to take anything away from spring training? Like, I mean, in regard to like, are well, there any big takeaways? First and foremost, I went down there, right? So I I saw it with my own eyeballs. And, you saw uh, you saw it himself. It, yeah, you Jordan saw Miller. it. <laughs> I saw Camelback Ranch, ladies and gentlemen. <clears> we <throat> buried Jordan, the lead up with Jordan Miller. With Jordan in Miller. It. The only thing that Jordan Miller has been inside in the last two months. Oh no, <laughs> Camelback. Oh. Zingers, baby. Sorry, I had to. You know, I got and... him in the 108 tourney coming up on Wednesday. I had to say that that's the only thing he's been inside for the last two months or whatever I just said. So he doubled down. He doubled down. Three, two, one. We're back. Um... <laughs> anyway, uh, burying the lead, right? Like, I I went down to spring training. It was a lot of fun. Camelback Ranch, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't have a chance, if you have the chance to get down there, it's actually, it's worth it. It's spring training, the baseball part of it was, the first two innings were nice. And then, like, you know, everybody else, like, it stopped mattering very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it's a beautiful uh, place. It, it's way nicer than guaranteed rate field, to be honest. <laughs> but that's because. It's not hard. It's partially owned by the Dodgers, which is, I think, 90% of why it's nice down there. Um, (laughs) Because they're just cranking money into it, of course. It's it's really it's worth it's worth the trip down. Um, and Elvis Andrews with like a freaking dong in the game that I saw. He looks so good. He looks like he's absolutely perfect for the roster. Um, And the only thing that but your question was, what do I want to take away? Yes, Camelback Ranch is great, but the thing that I'm actually looking at, like as far as storylines for spring training, is and this is it's it's a total non-story, I think, but it is kind of fun to watch. Jake Marisnik versus Billy Hamilton, who's going to be our like fourth, fifth outfielder? Like, fair. It's it's a reasonable question because who's got center field experience besides Luis Robert Jr. Um. <laughs> I, yeah, I always forget, but nobody really else has that experience except Jake Marisnik and Billy Hamilton. They both have that experience. And in the game that I went to, they both had a stolen base. They both had a base knock. They both or no, they didn't have a uh, Billy did not get a hit. <laughs> What's What's new? But um, they both got a run scored um, and they both made a play in the outfield. So it's like it's actually based off the one game that I saw. Taking the sample size and expanding that oh, as you're forgetting as somebody possible. too, though. Who the fuck? Victor Reyes, dude. No, he's better than literally both of the guys that you've named. Uh, if you want somebody that's actually going to hit a baseball, it's well, Victor Reyes. I'd put my money think... on Victor Reyes. Yeah, but but at this point, at this point, at that p- far back in the in the roster, do you need somebody who's going to? take no. major league at bats or do you need somebody who's going to come in for the defensive and pinch running scenarios yeah i agree i agree i i do agree i don't and know jake is point... a bag so i don't want him to win i want billy to win he's a bag <laughs> he was on the 2017 astros 
That's that's the only thing I have to say about it. All right, so discrimination. What was your favorite pitcher, Dallas Keuchel? (laughs) (laughs) Diamond Dallas, baby. Look, Dallas is gonna he's gonna have his comeback this year uh, with. checks notes uh no one uh <laughs> he's he's no longer with us he's gonna have a comeback in his relationship with kelly nash so <laughs> they're gonna go explore napa together for you know three months he's doing just fine he he can he can take it um oh yeah he's, he's got, got all that he's got money in the bank, in the bank <laughs> thanks to jerry and rick Hahn and awful contracts hey um, 2020 was pretty lit no lie those were some solid 10 nine starts that he had and then <laughs> absolutely shit the bed in the playoffs um that was, that was his amazing. demise Never. watching him get shit on in the playoffs was amazing amazing yes um, amazing amazing <laughs> yeah Terry, I, you would I rather you would rather it. your team lose so that you're right than experience like a victory yes okay yes very good okay yes good 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 and i'd like to point out that uh victor reyes actually was a pretty pretty good outfielder last year defensively really yeah oh yeah what was like bad what was like his defensive war on uh that's what i'm trying to look at right now just go on fangraph it doesn't even matter because we know that what's his name doesn't believe in war so What's his name? Oh, Tommy. Me. Tommy. Hot take Tommy doesn't believe in war. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I, I think he believes in war. Um, I, I just, he doesn't what is believe it good in like, for, man? Absolutely everything. Uh, war. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Sing it for what us. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Singing podcast here, too. So um, I have to take a bathroom break. So you want, boys want to continue this conversation? I'll Wait, is right this going to be how, how long of a bathroom break are we talking here? Because... Just give me three and a half minutes, maybe even four. <laughs> Fine. Break time. I'll right, be right I'm, back. I'm, I'm going to pee too. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Smoke break for, for Gary. And then oh. Oh, oh. Here it is. <laughs> All right, so Ugh. we're back from our bathroom break, and including <laughs> Louis poop Louis! break. Uh, I'm we so wanted to... happy for him. I'm Look, so happy like, Louis was able man. to get it out of his system, too. Did oh. you take a picture of his shake? No, he didn't. No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> this time? You were showing us something on the phone, so I wasn't sure. Um, we wanted to put a bow on Victor Reyes, who had a negative 6.7 defensive war last, last year. year. So, oh, yeah. God. Okay, never mind. I looked at it wrong. Yeah, you so. missed the negative probably. <laughs> I might be team Jake Marisnik. I'm not going to lie. And the and bag of, himself, how part dare of, you? Part of that also might be just I don't want I hate to go here. I cannot stand. I just don't get it. You know what? That's I just don't get the Bruhan Luke Billy Hamilton love and it kind of drives me insane. I knew you were going to say that. I absolutely well, I don't even want to talk about this. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I. It makes no sense to me. Like you can have a favorite player, fine with me. No, no knock on that. But why a guy that's been on like fifteen teams in like three years? Agreed. And then on top of that, I love Yoan Moncada. I'm not going to get down on my knees and cradle his balls and stroke his shaft. I like who Billy was, Hamilton. Who was so, Tommy's favorite think- player a couple years ago? <laughs> Carlos Rodon. Carlos Rodon. Where is was he? I wrong? Where is was he? I wrong? Now, now he's a New York skanky. He's got, he's got skanky. a He's got the bag. He he went out and he made his damn money, and he's going to uh, be the reason that the 
Nope. All his powers. Don't you have to the, the Rays are going to die this year because don't you have to be available to make somebody else suffer? You're, he he got just a little injured. He's he's going to oh. be back. Just oh. a little injured. So forearm tightness has nothing to it's, do. It's uh, with. it's all downhill from here after he yeah. shaved the beard, man. <laughs> Let him grow his facial hair out again, and all of that forearm tightness is going to like just loosen right up. It's going to be so limber. The, the Steinbrenner era Yankees for uh for the the removal of the beards. <laughs> and Jerry so. Reinsdorf is the same way, which just is just is he actually? Yeah, there's a don't know there's this a, loose, the White Sox? a loose rule that you're supposed to have. You can like, have yeah, fa- like big facial hair or long hair. Dallas, like Dallas Keuchel, Keuchel had to he had to like petition, yeah, and and like have it groomed in such a way. Yeah, it was if a whole it's a thing. Seventy five million dollar guy, you're probably being like, okay, we can be okay with him mm-hmm. dealing with it. But oh, if I it's see, like I a <clears throat> like. I don't know, like like Carlos Rodon was, you know, like you're like you have to shave that fucking thing. So okay. gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. It was a whole thing. Adam LaRoche when he joined the team. Great. I bet Tommy liked Adam LaRoche when they signed him. But uh No uh, Ad- Tommy's a big Adam Dunn guy. No, I'm not. You know what? You know what? I was an Adam Dunn guy. <laughs> I was an Adam Dunn guy too. That's I why was I'm in telling college Tommy at the time was. and I was like, I saw Sox sign Adam Dunn. I was like, fuck yes. And then he was so bad. Wait, did you so say you were bad. in college at the time? Yeah, is that a problem? Like, I, was I think like I was five years sixth old. Sixth grade. <laughs> you oh, old, not true. You, you old, old fuck. man, old yeah, man. See, I swear I was in middle talks. school. There's no way. There's 2011. No way yeah, 2011. I was in college. So that was we when we signed school. Dunn. Adam Dunn was on the White Sox through my throughout my entire college career. Wow, that's crazy that's to think too about. Too bad for your college career. How was how was your how was your fifth senior year? I did a half a year, so. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Much different. Okay, but uh, to, okay, going back to spring training, really, I promise I want to put a bow on this. This is going to help us. The thing that a lot of people talk about with spring training is the sample size is way too small, right? That's the whole yeah. thing. And that, like, there's it's it's most teams have made their decisions about who's going to be on the roster before mm-hmm. spring training even starts, right? Right. But, but Jake Marisnik and Billy Hamilton are both guys who are new. Well, you know, Billy's been there before, but they're new to the organization this year. Right. And they haven't had time in the minors with the team recently, anything like that. So that makes me think that it actually is a true spring training competition between the two to see who's going to make the team, who's going to impress the the organization the most and get onto the roster. Um Thoughts on thoughts on that, or do you think it's a total non-story, guys? I, maybe it is, but will it make that much of an impact? I mean, yeah, I, don't think I so. think that they're basically the same guy, except yeah, one, one, once, you know, a little bit faster, and, and the other one's one is better hitter. Yeah, slightly. it's really like I think they're both six terrible. in one hand, half a <laughs> like. Not great. Exactly. OPS plus was eighty four, and you're looking at. Oh, okay. Maybe maybe there's a point, but in 2022, Billy Hamilton had a negative 43 OPS plus. Negative, negative 43 OPS good. plus. Pretty good. That's um, you know, I used to rip on when the White Sox signed James McCann, and I was like, we just signed a guy who had like a that year like a 52 OPS plus or something <laughs> like or something along bad. the lines of that. We're talking negative 43. Yeah. Do you realize how unproductive you have to be? You have to be. <laughs> Not just unproductive. You are killing your team. 
Right. Here's the thing, though. What's impressive about it is that he still has a job playing baseball. Isn't that crazy? Because of his speed, and he's never had exactly. a season over 100 OPS plus besides his rookie year where he played 13 games. It's like, for, for all my older people who listen to this podcast who remember Willie Galt on the Bears in the <laughs> 80s, they used to say Willie Galt had 4-2 speed and 10-2 hands. That's how bad his hands were. Just so fast and couldn't catch the ball unless it was perfectly placed. So that's how I feel about Billy Hamilton, man. Great speed. Gets lucky with the glove sometimes. His speed makes up for what he may lack in, you know, angle to the ball. Mm -hmm. But the guy can't hit his way out of a paper bag. Well, we don't have to deal with uh, who the – Oh, I love this. I love this. This is great. I can't remember the name of the hitting coach last year. This is Frank Menachino. Fuck. Frank I remembered. Yeah. Fuck. It was a beautiful moment for me just now, like not knowing his name. That was amazing. It was glorious, and then it passed. I remember. You know, and, you know that the White Sox were set up, earth. set up you know, for success when their hitting coach had a career 96 OPS plus and, <laughs> you know, played – Played in 99 till 2005, which is fucking terrible. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Don't even get me started on Uh, the fact that literally what he did to players' careers as well. Yeah. Right. He's he single-handedly tried to ruin the White Sox organization. Have you noticed already in the spring training how much more the White Sox are like hitting the ball farther than a single? Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, exactly. And he was that way everywhere he went. That was the problem. Like in my when he was in Miami. Yep. Before he came to the White Yelich Sox. and and Stanton and, and what's his name? Ozuna. All these dudes' power numbers went up after uh-huh. after they left Menachino. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Like, why? whoever's evaluating talent or whoever's looking at, okay, who we're hiring. Like, I'm guessing there was a shift, right? Because the hirings the last three to four years have been atrocious in regard to coaching staff. God. <clears throat> Yeah, Jerry or even Ryan. just the last two years. I, I yeah. I'll literally just go there. The last two years, it was since Jerry's fault. Rid of Pony for sure. Yeah, since since they got rid of Ricky Renteria, and I here's the thing. I was kind of Ricky a Ricky Renteria. Renteria, the Ricky Renteria, do the Ricky Renteria. He's on, the greatest. Gary, you know you love that song. Hey, that's from. Hey, your, your your girl came out with that song, Carrie. I know I beat her in my matchup, even though that weirdo tweeted about it like sixty five times to get me to lose and lost. <laughs> We can we can name that weirdo. King Nutsack. King Nutsack. Yeah. <laughs> Tried so hard to get Carrie beat. All that being <laughs> said, I was not the biggest rookie Renneria fan, but I will say this. He was at least awake in the dugout. And he was actually he brought some life to the dugout. <laughs> okay. That's way more than we could say about Tony LaRusso. Yeah. From 2020 onward, I I don't know what after they got defeated by the A's in the playoffs. I don't know what front office decisions like <laughs> they, they just were not conscious decisions. They did not seem well thought out. No. And and like on top of, you know, getting a manager that was so fucking incompetent and just just not there. You didn't do anything to supplement the roster to help that, you know? So right. it was just bad. There's been a lot of bullpen signings. Yeah, clearly, you know, and some of them are like, you know, Kendall Graveman, who's just 
like he's a good pitcher just shut the fuck up you know like yeah <laughs> god yeah. damn and then you well know. that's your that's your closer this year probably so is it though is it Reynaldo Lopez. that's a great question I that's a great question right Tommy there right now i'm with are, we, are we are we team raylo to closer or are Absolutely. we team closer by committee i i think we're team start with raylo to see how he does okay. i i'm team this is all i actually will will veer steer toward a different direction here don't say state. joe kelly you're about to say Joe Kelly. Are you about to say Joe Kelly? Or he's Joe frozen. Kelly? I think he's frozen. I'm not yeah. frozen, but oh, I thought you were frozen. <laughs> you were literally like, you had That's a nice good. little freeze going on there. That was solid. That was good. No, I, I was good. <laughs> the comedic effects of the, of the pause. But no, the, I, I want to say by committee. And, and I think yeah. Joe Kelly's name should be in there. I, the, the thing that I'm saying is I want to start the year off by committee to say, like, let's see who rises to the top. For sure. But go off of matchups exclusively through the first four months. Of, wait, that's too long. Through the first two months <laughs> of the season <laughs> and then see who's been the most successful. And I, sure. I strongly feel that Reynaldo Lopez is going to come to the top. You know, he was a driveline this this offseason, focusing on explosiveness and being that like short uh, spurt reliever kind of a guy yeah and most importantly in 2019 steve and i at uh temple's toe predicted that he could be a closer that is uh, true caliber so, pitcher so never that, that analysis episode. i agree and you know i'm looking at their numbers last year both pitched in 60 plus games one graven was 65 ronaldo was 61 mm-hmm. um if you're talking about what you're looking for in a closer right a guy that doesn't let up home runs, a guy that strikes out a lot of people, and a guy that doesn't walk too many people, right? And has a decent FIP, right? That's what you want. Yeah. In a closer. Ronaldo Lopez has those things. Has those things. At least as of last year, right? As of last year, his ERA plus was 145. His FIP was under two. One he, home he run was, allowed. He was the one, second. One home run? He was the second best. Allowed. In 61 games, he let up one he let home up run. One home run last all, year. All things considered, he was Go. he was Greatest either the second best or tied for the best reliever mm-hmm. on the team. Yeah. Graveman let up five, 26 walks. You know, ERA, his FIP was 3.42. I mean, like, if you're going to compare those guys, Lopez wins that. Wins that. For sure. For sure. And, and the thing is, we saw two different Gravemans last year, too, right? We saw the Kendall Graveman that came in and was lights out for the almost the first of the half of the season. Yeah. For almost the first half of the season, he was lights out. He yeah. was absolutely reliable. And you thought, every, oh, there were so many th- fans who thought, holy shit, our 8-9 combo, you know, innings 8-9, or either 7-8-9 getting eaten up by two different guys with Graveman and Hendricks, like, that might be one of the best combos in baseball at that time. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was even with Liam's Rocky start to last year. So lamb. I, yes, Tommy, I know every time you say lamb, it sounds like you're saying lamb. You sound like you're saying lamb, like Jake lamb, but <laughs> what, let me say this. I, I think oftentimes let's, let's shift into 2023 mindset here. I think oftentimes when we think about relief pitching, we think about guys, there needs to be one guy and one guy only. Like we get into the mind frame of there's the Dennis Eckersley, the Mariano Rivera, the Trevor Hoffman, 
you know, mindset of there's one guy who's going to shut it down no matter what. That's just not how baseball is anymore. You got to play matchups. You got to play handedness. You got to take a lot more things into consideration. At least we should be taking a lot more things into consideration with analytics, right? Unless if you have Liam Hendricks. Unless you have a guy like Liam Hendricks, right? Which is fine. But we can't hang our hat on that this year. So I like the idea of committee just because you can play matchups, right? And as long as that guy has, you know, that ice in the veins, you know, there are guys who can't come in. I wouldn't trust Lucas Giolito to come in and pitch for one inning, obviously, right? But as long as that guy... Give me has Lucas proven to have some, eight, though. There we go. So, you know, some ice in the veins has that mentality. You know, we talked about Tommy and I at one point for the Sons of Honarchy had um, Andrew Perez, uh, White Sox prospect, mm-hmm. on. And he talked about how you got to be a little bit crazy to be a bullpen pitcher. Right? I saw him pitch, by the way. You did? Okay. He gave how up a he, home run. He gave up a home run. Okay. <laughs> Those things happen. Um, but that being said, you got to have a little bit of crazy in you. So as long as they got that little bit of crazy, as long as the numbers look solid, as long as the matchup is favorable, closer by committee. Yes. Agreed. And Jake Diekman for the ninth. To go on uh, Joe sure, Kelly, Sure, he's facing way, three lefties. <laughs> um, Joe Kelly wasn't nearly as bad as his numbers said last year, by the way. second, First half, second half. First half, second <clears throat> yeah. half for him. Yep. I mean, like he had a better fit than uh, Kendall Graveman, like we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just because he had like three or four games where he was just dog shit, right? Right when he came mm-hmm. back. But like, I, I would be okay with him even coming. I would be okay with Garrett Crochet, you know, mm-hmm. later on in the season if Liam's that, yeah. not back, yeah. you know, closing some games out. There's only one guy, though, that I'm truly scared about closing games. And that's just Aaron, Bum- Aaron Bummer. And it's because I love Aaron Bummer. I think he's a great reliever, and I think he's going to be very important again if he can stay healthy. But for some reason in the ninth inning, he can't get it done. He no, he, no. he walks too many guys, and it's just on, it's just not consistent. So, so here, here's the thing with Bummer, too, is the second something goes wrong out in the field, it's complete meltdown. Meltdown, yep. yep. You've like, seen his face. Like he misses the strike zone by centimeters or he, you know, doesn't like he get he induces a ground ball and it doesn't turn into a double play or it's an error. It does happen to him or somebody drops something. Right. I just think back to opening day last year. Was that yeah. opening day last year against uh, a little dribbler or something like that? Right. 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 Yeah. And, it, and it gets it, it gets botched and all of a sudden it, it all goes downhill from there. Yeah. Um. So. Actually, was that was that last year? Or was that two years ago? I, I can't remember. I don't Either know. I way, just remember I know what you're talking about though. Exactly. Tommy has no idea where he is right now. So yeah. I was literally watching that game with Tommy, which is the funny thing. So I want to say it was two years ago because I think Adam Eaton hit a home run. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In like the first inning, he like launched it barely over the left field who's, fence. Who's right the field fence? Catcher you liked uh, Wellington Castillo, right? Wellington. Oh, he was a big welly guy. Yo, beef. beef. Beef, my guy. <laughs> Beef, Wellington. The catching position I'm actually worried about this year. Speaking of catching, um, I think that the like defensively or like hitting wise or all defensive, around defensive. Oh yeah, I think that we're gonna get run all over, and that's that's gonna be a, a serious problem. Like, yeah, Grandal's a problem, but you take his bad if he can come back to life, which I I just tweeted about it yesterday. I think he's gonna be 
Honestly, who Yasmani Grandal is as far as I don't want him hitting. to do. Yeah. Okay. But but you take that with his, you know, he's a good uh, pitch framer and stuff, but he he lets too many balls go past him and he doesn't have the greatest arm. I'll give you that. 100%. He's going to get run all over. But I do. The only thing that I want, I don't want to see a single off of his bat the whole season. I don't. I I swear to God. If if he never hits a single again in his career, I will be happy. Those things happen, and I, no, I are you no, referring I want necessarily him to hit home runs and walk? I don't want him to do anything else. Those are the only I want him to be a three true outcome. I want did, him to strike out. I want him to hit a dong, or I want him to walk. Did That's, did you I'd hear? Say, well, I mean, a single and a walk are the same same thing now. essentially. Except except they no. can't get an RBI really as much as you can off of a walk. What's What's them. the difference between a single and a walk? The difference is that he has to run on his bum ass knees. Oh yeah, hit, okay. Right? So I want him as much as possible to have a slow trot around the bases or the the only time I want him using his knees actively is for popping up to throw the ball to second base and hopefully get somebody out which he probably won't but like otherwise I want no stress on those knees. Yeah, that's that's a fair. So walk, strike out or dong. If he has the option to get a single, I want him to like Take that shit down the pipe, you know, like just don't swing for singles, only shoot for the fucking moon. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I just hope he's back to his norm, man. 20 Which home runs, be 70 RBIs. Outcome. No, 100%. And I mean, like 2021, 155 OPS plus, and he's never had an OPS plus minus, I mean, uh, below 100 besides last year when he had 64. So something happened. And I know he's getting older, but. I like to look at underlying numbers and he's not going to do that bad again. He's not going to be no as way. bad as he was last year. Right. There's exactly. No fucking There's way. just no fucking way. And, and I feel the same about somebody else on the White Sox who's going to be pretty important. And that's your Mancata. Yuri no Garcia. Way. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Garcia. There's no <laughs> way Mancata's going to go like he's had some down years. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he's the every other year guy. He's literally like Alex Rios, you know, Mancata, where he's really good every mm-hmm. other year. But 76 OPS plus last year, 12 There's home. No I mean, way he's like, that bad. There's no, no way. He's way. As bad as I, I agree. Like 2021, he didn't hit that many home runs, but the dude had an on base percentage of 375. You know, like the guy was on base and hitting. And I, I think 2019 was his peak, to be honest. I really do. But if he can get to 2020, 2021 numbers, 15 home runs to 20 home runs, you know, with what he did, that's you're getting an all star. I want him to start. If he's an op- no, 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 absolutely yep. not. Absolutely, what I not. want. He's not that kind of guy. What do you say? He is stealing bags. No, no. So Here's the he thing. He needs less more. Teams? Yeah, exactly. The last thing I need him is injured. Number one, because yeah. he gets injured. Who are you throwing at third base? Jake Berger. Exactly. Right. The inconsistency. You should cheer for Jake, Jake Berger. Berger. He has I like him. Head shape as you. Yes, I get true. it. We're both bald, bald brothers with, with beards. The beards. Yes. How and I like him a lot. However, he's a role player. He yeah. is a guy that you do not want out there every single day. Anybody that thinks that Yohan Mankata is going to be as bad as he was last year is completely off their rocker. Yohan yeah. Mankata, I will say this. Outside of probably the year before the year he retires, like the year before he retires. I'm going to say that last year was going to be Yoan Mankata's worst career year for the rest of his career. There's no way that he's going to be as bad offensively yeah. as he was last and it, year. 
and it didn't help that he had that oblique injury to start the season that he even admitted recently that he came mm-hmm. way too early back from and it's an right. oblique like exactly and like you said Carrie, i don't expect him to be and and this is hard because obviously we put a lot of stock in yoan we sit in you know number one overall prospect at one yeah. point you know so the fans are expecting him to be a 30 homer 100 rbi it's not who RBI he is the stupid stat but 30 homer OPS guy that's going to be 850 plus every year. They're expecting him to hit like, you know, not top Juan Soto type of yeah, exactly single. top yeah. top 15 you know guy. You know, well, I was talking about his music. There we go. Exactly. Um, so you know, he's not going to be Jose Abreu, but he's going to offer you a lot more in the field than Jose Abreu ever yeah. did. Um, well, I, I wouldn't say that Jose Abreu's uh, positive defensively in the last two years. Yes, I know that, Tom, and I'm very glad that he Jose Abreu's the goal defensive game of no. what exactly. the world of grounding into double he's, baseball. He's, he's the goal of grounding into double plays. He's the grounding, grounding into double plays. Mickey Mouse, like he, he's he's the best. You know what he's the best at? He's the best at being the best player on a mediocre team. I want to see how he does now yeah. on a. Okay. I want to see how he does now on a. You know. On the Astros, so yeah, no, he'll be really good. Yeah, <laughs> average point. Gonna break sure my fucking heart play. when he like is the reason why we lose in the championship series. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess 105 to 110 OPS plus, um, and <laughs> average at best defense. Yeah. You know, zero zero war. I just don't understand why. There's so much hatred for Jose Bray in this in this organization. It's not like, hatred not necessarily, hatred. Tom. But here's the thing: we got to quit treating Jose Bray like he's Jesus Christ incarnate. Okay? He was, dude. No, he no, wasn't. He, solid player. Oh, and easy he, for he you did. to say here. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's so good. Sorry. That's for no. You don't have to. It sorry, just came good. That so is sorry. not a sorry. That's fantastic, Tom. That's what I needed. I don't know where I, I needed came that. From. I needed that. That's from like a deep dark part of my soul. Um, but it's the Andrew Vaughn era, baby. You know, like people were like this when they walked away from Frank, right? The White Sox, and that's the thing too. Is and we were talking yep. about a Frank Thomas the next year that went off and hit thirty-five homers and had over a hundred RBI with the A's. Yeah, okay. About Frank Thomas. Like we, oh, I'm not talking shit at all. Ever, ever. It's not shit. He's the greatest player to ever wear a White Sox uniform. Period. Yeah. End of discussion. But we, fans were like this when they let Frank walk. Fans were like yeah. this when they let Paulie walk. Which are totally different than Jose Abreu, and I think that's what you're kind of getting at, right? See how like. Those guys actually won something for the White Sox and did it for a long time compared to like, I love Jose and what he did, but we went to the playoffs twice with him. He, he might not have been the leader people said. Yeah. I I, I actually will be really interested to see what the leadership in the clubhouse looks like this year. Elvis Andrews. Yeah, exactly. Like Elvis Andrews. Who's, who's been there and done that. Jose has never been there and done that. Elvis Andrews went to this, I almost said Super Bowl. He went to the world series twice. You know, yeah. with the yeah, Rangers, yeah. I mean, he, he knows how to win, you know, yep. so he also um, was part of the Oakland A's, which is, you know, very winning culture <laughs> with Oakland. No, <laughs> come on. He went to Oakland. I'm sorry. No, like, I, I know, need I a know. veteran. Yeah, I know. I know. It's like somebody that we have to pay. We have to pay somebody. That's what they said in Oakland. <laughs> and then they're like out of the league if we don't pay somebody. <laughs> exactly. And, the, and now they're like, relegated. no, we actually don't have to pay anybody. Um yeah. But no, I I'm I'm look I'm optimistic. You know, I'm cautiously optimistic about mm-hmm. this year. I really am. I think it was really hard 
to think about how the White Sox really didn't still didn't do enough this offseason. It was still a very mm-hmm. subpar offseason. Yeah. They still should have went out and signed their first hundred million dollar guy. It's just but, not gonna happen, man. What did you want? Michael Conforto, Steve? Well, yes, actually Conforto would make you want on a budget? Yeah. Yeah, I would have loved Conforto. Then, because then, because here's the thing. Then we wouldn't be discussing Jake Marisnik versus Billy Hamilton if we signed Conforto, right? We're not having that conversation. So I think it's avoiding – when you're on a budget, because. that's the converse, uh, when, when, when you're on a budget, those are the conversations I want to avoid. Um, at the same Oscar time – Colas could have been like your last re- uh, receiver. What is wrong with me with <laughs> what football? Are you doing? The Bears got a lot of picks. Okay. Yeah. yeah exactly. I'm very excited about say? that. Maybe That's we talk. What you wanted to say. Maybe we talk Bears because there's a parade going on in downtown Chicago today, right? For the you know the the moves that Ryan <laughs> oh, Poles yeah, made yeah. today. Yeah. So, hey, did you know that uh, DJ Moore is going to be the uh, the number three over like he would be the number three uh, career wide receiver uh-huh. uh, or receiver you know ever? Other, in do you know who the other two receivers are? They're not even fucking receivers. Walter Payton and Matt Forte. <laughs> Did you know Walter Payton and Matt Forte are the leading receivers in Bears franchise history? That is the most depressing. And if DJ Moore would have played his first, what, so, three years? Four so years? we haven't had a good three years quarterback, in and we've never had good wide receivers. Literally no. the two things you need in the NFL right now. Yep, absolutely. But guess what? They're finally, finally getting Things are happening, and guess what? They're moving to my fucking town. Yes, they my are. Town. I hope you're excited for your tax bill it's to go up, but your a- property value to just skyrocket. It's going to be in a decade. No, it's sir. not. It's going to no, be in like no. 2026. Yeah. Yeah. Three years. They're going to start building this bitch. Like I talked to them last week. They're going to start building it in a few weeks. So you talk to them. You talk to the McCaskies. I'm last Jewish, week. dude. We have connections. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. That's beautiful. So here's a nine years to finish the Jane Byrne interchange. Nine. That's well, totally. Okay. Different. Do you know why? Do you know Is why? Do you, do you know why? There's going to be Chicago. There's Chicago. Chicago. This is Arlington Heights. The unions, bro. Unions stop everything. The unions slow everything down. So you're anti-union. Fucking senor. Exactly. Fucking senor socks. Wow. Anti-union. I'm on a. I'm on a podcast. There's a reason why I work for a charter school, Tom. Come on, man. I sold my soul to the Turkish mob. Okay. (laughs) Okay, that's actually kind of true because of the people that own your charter school. Specifically, the goat. (laughs) <laughs> okay no. no well let's transition can we can we talk Please, about yes. this real quick question <laughs> went to a weird place. <laughs> more hope for the white Sox in the next three years or more hope for the bears in the next bears. three years easily bears white Sox. bears white Sox. the Sox are more now okay so the next they are two years. three years the next two years how about that white Sox. white Sox probably yeah give me five say five years now bears bears, bears. easily bears. bears because here's the thing this window has apparently been open, and we haven't seen shit. We've seen two back-to-back <laughs> back to back playoff ex- uh, appearances. So yeah, a Mickey Mouse year, and then twenty twenty one. It's the first time in franchise history. Choked, choked their their twenty twenty yeah, here. Exactly, like, and they were the first team to clinch a playoff spot, and they favorite, didn't even win their fucking division. My <laughs> so. favorite thing about the White Sox in this whole window is you have made the playoffs twice. You've had two playoff wins. Two and, playoff wins. And in three of those seasons, Thanks. you didn't even make a fucking midseason trade. That's hilarious. I didn't even think about that. Think nope. about that. They did well, I mean, one time. Here's the thing. They did. Craig I mean, Kimbrell. 
Jake, Jake Diekman. Jake Diekman, the goat, right? Get the fuck Jake out of here. Jake Diekman. I'm talking about a real, like, substantial trade. Hey, they traded your, they traded your favorite player away, Carrie. Come on. Good. Now. And guess how excited I was. You know how excited I was that they actually did the something. Trade and they trade looks terrible now. I know. The it looks horrible looks because terrible. everybody a part of that trade is just dog shit. And then you traded for AJ Pollock, too, who's also dog shit. So that whole trade was just a big wash. But. How excited was everybody when they did that move? I mean, like, cool. people were pumped because it's like, oh, we're actually in this thing. And we're you, gonna just try tried to to, you just tried to do something to win this. And I know what he was trying to do. He was trying to shorten the game for everybody in 2021 yeah. with how good of a bullpen. It just it didn't work. But guess what? Nobody was fucking mad at the time about it at no, for all. Sure. For sure. At least now, they tried, right? In 2020. Exactly. In 2020, they did nothing. That was probably the year to do it. And they could have gotten Lance Lynn that year, and they didn't do it for Dane Dunning. So for the same package, yeah, it, it made no fucking sense. Rickon's just so fucking dumb. And then last year, you needed to do something, man. You saw what Elvis Andrews did as a pickup in like August and what it did to that team, and it made them better. If you would have gotten somebody. Yeah. Like, 100%. Like, look at the Braves. They got Jake Diekman. Jake Diekman. I, I just literally laugh at hate that. you. I, I don't understand why you. you don't put some respect on his name. Tommy likes. I forgot he's on the team. This he Tommy hasn't likes given up a run bearded in bearded lefties. It's it's <laughs> confirmed. Bearded lefties are Tommy's specialty. <laughs> Carlos Rodon. Then I'm Jake Diekman. Diamond Benintendi. Dallas. Wait, no. Andrew Benintendi doesn't officially. No, but he's that's nice, he's But I'm I'm excited for Benintendi though. So he's oh, gonna be. I think he's gonna too. be good. We yeah. he went to. I I found out yesterday or this morning was it? Yeah, that guaranteed rate is the third best field in the major leagues for for lefty hitters. Yeah, yeah I didn't of course. Know I knew that's it was why, good. I didn't know it was the third best. It was like that's wow, why they've been okay. trying to find somebody, Bryce Harper, that they could have you know had God. like that. So I Bryce mean, Harper would be a fifty homer guy at guaranteed rate field. Hundred percent. You know, like Adam Dunn, besides that bad year, he was hitting 40 home runs, Adam Dunn, for the White Sox when he didn't have that really bad year. Yeah. He was a perennial 40 home run guy for us. So it's like, it can yeah. happen, but he may have know. struck out 200 times, but he was that's hitting 40 okay. bombs. Yeah, exactly. You take that's your three outcomes. He was guy, Joey Gallo. He was Joey Gallo before Joey Gallo. 100% better than Joey Gallo, though. We should have signed Joey Gallo. I stand by that. Mm. I like the Ben Attendee signing more. Yeah, like ben I do too. But they need, they need they need guys to get on base. Um, yeah. That's that's a big thing. Consistently get on base. Can, can we transition to World Baseball Classic sure. for like thirty seconds? Are yes. you guys gonna watch it? Mm, I mean, I'll watch a the little final. bit here and there. You'll watch the final. I watch There's, the final. The, the first the final. U.S. game is today. The first. What US is it on? I don't have YouTube TV. I like illegally stream Fox my Sports. Games. Fox Sports. Of course, you prefer you. You. What do you mean, me? Fox? What? <laughs> the, <laughs> whatever, man. Uh, it's on. It's on regular Fox. This. Tommy's <laughs> a right wing propagandist. Confirmed. Fox Sports is a is, is a separate wing of that. Son, Sons of Honarchy's next. He, next he would know that it's a separate wing because he listens to Tucker Carlson every night. So who me or Tommy? No, Tommy. Oh yeah, of course. Steve, we know about you. You were I was literally the there. No, I'm. I'm. I know. I'm more of an Alex Jones guy. I'm more oh of an Alex Wars guy. So I. They're putting. I said transition to world baseball. Frogs classic. in the water that make the frog gay. Sorry. <laughs> Alex Jones. So new world anyway, order. Anyway. Yeah, go ahead about the world baseball classic though. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, you guys aren't really going to watch it, apparently. So here's the thing: everybody's writing off the U.S. Like, I, I think everybody's like. So I don't think that's true. Dominican. I don't think that's the U.S. True. is really good. They're the favorites. I think they're, they're the, the favorites. favorites. No, Dominicans are the favorites. No, no way. Now with their pitching. No, I think I after looking at shit, I think that Japan is the the is going to be the runner up. It's going to be. That's wild. What do you mean? That's wild. They're kicking the that's shit wild. out of everybody in their I can pool. See Japan. Who they played so far? Czech Republic, Czech Republic, (laughs) China. Um, They 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 did kick the shit out of Korea though, which has major league talent on it. Um, Okay, can I tell you something about Korea? The KBL, they say that it's the equivalent of single A. (laughs) No, I'm. (laughs) They have like Hassan Kim. They have relievers that are. Keep going. Fuck you, man. I was. (laughs) I was watching like two or three major leaguers. But the it, point being that there there are like legitimate major league talent on on the team. I like, I a hundred percent agree. I'm just fucking with you. But you guys are also forgetting about a team that made the final the last time. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. That's a good team too. Yeah, Javi mm-hmm. Baez is just so good, dude. I'm afraid of the Tigers this year. Uh, that I mean, that contract. You want to talk, but but you want to talk about major leaguers on their team? Their batting order is literally Lindor. Kike Hernandez. I haven't heard of him. MJ Melendez. Don't know who that Javi is. Javi Baez. Haven't heard Eddie of him. Rosario. Wait, no. is Correa playing? No. Martin uh, Maldonado's wait, on that really? team. Really? Correa's not playing? No, he's not. Oh. Christian Vasquez is on that team. That's a good team. That's a good team. Marcus Stroman. Marcus Stroman's their pitcher. That oh, never mind. <laughs> he's not he's not that good anymore. And yeah. He's a piece of shit. Okay. He, uh, <laughs> Didn't you get into? Uh, oh, was that you were Jordan? That was got Jordan. Into the, that was Jordan. Jordan got roasted by Marcus Stroman. I'm gonna have I to pull like, that tweet. Uh, that uh, Marcus Stroman recently said that Ari um, Irving's posts were innocent. You fucking idiot. Yeah, that's Ugh. that's not okay. But you know, to your to your uh, point, Puerto Rico is playing right now and just uh, got a run. Yeah, it's Nicaragua. The, yeah, uh, yep, this U.S. Nothing. team, Steve. There's no way that they're not favored, man. Do you, have you seen this roster? USA is is the favorite. Yeah, but um, it's amazing. Oh, the it's really I, good. You're, I'm, really I good. don't think that you're West, wrong about the Dominican, but I, I'm just warning you guys. Japan looks really good right now. Okay, so right now, oh, it's almost yeah. Japan actually hopped the U.S. So Dominican, according to FanDuel. Uh, no free ads. Um, plus two twenty Dominican, plus two thirty Japan, yeah. plus two fifty US. I just don't like their pitching. I mean, you have Sandy Alcantara, amazing, but then after that, your pitchers are Christian Javier and Johnny Cueto. Christian Javier, Christian yeah, Javier is very good. That he is. He is. Johnny Cueto is even better. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> he had the second most innings pitch for the White Sox last year. Think about that. That wasn't saying. Very much last year. Just think about it. Their outfield is so stupid, though. Tiasker, Eloy, Julio, and Juan Soto. <laughs> it's too good. It's dangerous. Their anyway. their bullpen's pretty solid too, man. Not gonna lie. So yeah, they got I. They got they got Hector Neris. They got uh, Diego Castillo. Pretty good. Yeah. Do they have Sir Anthony Dominguez? Uh, I think he dropped out. Sir Anthony. Sir Anthony. He dropped out. Oh, Rafael Montero as well. Never heard of her. (laughs) 
fantastic. Unbelievable. The uh, Anyway, I, the first game for the U.S. is today, so I'm pretty excited about it. They're playing the Nobodies with Great Britain. They have Trace Thompson. Trace Thompson's playing for Great Britain? Never yeah. heard Oh, it's fantastic. Gary. <laughs> Gary's on one right now. Uh, I think that means that he's ready to take, take a beat from this. Well, hey, guys, I'm thankful that you invited me on here. This was fun. Um, I wish I could say the same. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> no, I'm pumped. I no, actually no, was I... the one, uh, me and Steve were talking, and uh, Steve's like, well, who else are we going to have? I was like, dude, you know who we got to have on the show. Just to just a bullshit. Absolutely. <laughs> Gotta have the man. best part of the Sons of Harnarchy podcast. Thank you. Which is Hot Take Tommy. So that is not a lie at all. Um, it's the most entertaining, that's for sure. It's true. Because let me tell you something, Tommy. When I listen to your guy's show, okay, mm-hmm. I'm in my car listening, and I hear some of the outlandish shit you say, I know exactly <laughs> like what Steve looks like when you say that stuff. Like, I know his reaction is just like, what? So, you know, it's just nice to, like, be able to visualize that because I know oh, it's, it's – Yeah, 100%. And I love um, it. I love Tommy, the dynamic. Who, I got a couple quick questions for you. Mm-hmm. Um, would you rather spend an entire day with Marjorie Taylor Greene? What are you doing? Warren, <laughs> Warren Bobert. What are what are you doing? I I got a couple. Would Would you rather hang out I'm with? I'm not day? going to talk. Marjorie to you. Taylor Green or Lauren no. Bobert. I've enjoyed okay. being on the podcast as well. How about I got I one more? That you bring. Would me you back. rather hang out with OJ Simpson or Aid or uh, Antonio Brown <laughs> all day? I don't. I, I believe in the effects of CTE. I think that they are widespread amongst uh, former NFL players. Um, that's my statement on that question. I, <laughs> I'm i thankful that you guys invited me on here. You bring out the worst right. side of me. Um, <laughs> you will not answer my questions. I'm going to throw oh it to Carrie. Carrie, Marjorie Taylor Greene or Lauren Boebert? Um, at that point, it's who I would. You have to listen to them? Yes. Okay, here's what I'm doing. I'm going to punch my ears so hard (laughs) that I can't hear and I'm deaf. So that by that way, it's just based off of who I have to look at. And that's going to be Lauren Pulbert. Fair. Um, OJ or AB84? OJ Simpson, man. I want to hear all about the glove. That's fair. Um, Rank your top top three Jewish holidays. (laughs) Uh, Top three? Yes. I don't even know if I know three. I mean... I, dude, Passover. There you go, uh, Passover one, and then um, Chanaka, Rosh Hashanah. Chanaka's not even a real holiday. Just to let you know, it's Yom, Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is probably up there, and then Purim, which you guys probably have no idea what Purim I don't. is. What's Purim? Purim is the Jewish Halloween. Essentially, you get to dress oh, up as that. a bunch of stuff, and you just can't dress up as, dress up as Jesus because that's shunned. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like that's something you learned through experience. Because you killed him, Carrie. <laughs> yes, I was Jesus in college and for um, Halloween, and I was um, a, a, a nun the year after. So that's pretty good. And then a rabbi the year before that. That is fantastic. Yeah, I love that. Okay, Tommy, if you were to exterminate Joseph Stalin or Pol Pot first, who would you? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> why why do i have to talk to you it's the worst you've you chosen this life you have chosen this life five seasons we are in our fifth season of sons of anarchy you've chosen this life i you have no no this no path. i was randomly assigned to the fourth floor of bird i i did not <laughs> i didn't know that i was going to be across the hall from you you know the people on the third floor of bird were pretty nice but i never got to know them because i couldn't get past you you were in the way I yeah, forced you to watch my way Notre Dame football with me. <laughs> I couldn't get to the stairwell without passing your doorway. Ugh. Horrible. I couldn't get out of my dorm without passing your door. That's the problem. Uh... <laughs> no, but on the real, even though Steve wants to make it seem like he's not a right-wing propagandist, even though he is and he loves Tucker and Hannity and all that shit, and that's what he spends all of his nights Why on. Why else I did have these questions? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I did want to thank you, Tommy, though, for 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 coming on the show um i love it Absolutely. i've been on i've been on your guys' show what oh, two or three times and yeah. it was a blast every fucking time and mm-hmm. um just like this we've been on for an hour and 15 and we've just been like talking and bullshit <laughs> I, I, I love it every single time so i know seriously um, it's crazy thank you for coming on though for real seriously will i be invited is, back is this absolutely a... uh thank you. i'm gonna run that one by management <laughs> So we'll see how this uh, plays with the target demo, and then we'll uh, go from there. <laughs> Most definitely. Well, <laughs> this is us signing off. It's it's Kia Somar. Um, make sure oh you go God. and vote for Steve in the 108 attorney. Um, hashtag FJM. Um, oh my God. And, and vote for Carrie too, even though he's gonna get body bagged by Jimmy. I'm gonna get absolutely body bagged. I, I was just gonna make a really bad joke, but I'll do that when the live's over. <laughs> <laughs> have a good one everybody thanks for tuning in make sure that you go uh rate subscribe review to the believe in the south side podcast and the sons of honor keep and the sons Why not? Yep. um the sons is your favorite four star <clears throat> podcast and um the, the believe, believe in the is your favorite, your favorite two and a three, half three up <laughs> 3.7 currently so uh try to make us four stars um remember follow tommy on twitter even though he never is on it but maybe but, maybe uh, i'll start tweeting tommy. this season Oh, one more question for you guys. Sorry, I, I got to run this. Sure. Part, guys. Um, and maybe our listeners. You just said signing off like long. five seconds ago. Okay. Um, there's a possibility we we might adopt a dog. What What are your <gasps> thoughts on this? Should we do this? Yes, absolutely. What kind of dog? What kind of dog? Dogs make your life. Better. It is a. Uh, I'd have to look it up again. It's a Chihuahua mixed with a what? Uh, a hold on. Mix. A Chihuahua mixed with a with. So a, it's a small dog. With a Shiba Inu. Oh, <gasps> absolutely! That's a really beautiful. They said, absolutely. Now, let me ask you something. Do you guys oh, like? Do you guys like cats? We, I'm, I'm okay with cats. Because, oh my god, that dog's adorable. I could just tell. Yes, buy it. Buy Purchase it. it. Purchase buy it. Soul. Let me tell you yeah. something. I bought. All Louis we have for to do is pick bucks. them up. We don't even have to buy them. Yeah, that Louis, Louis was a hundred dollars. Louis was a hundred dollars. <laughs> best decision I've ever made in my life. Oh there no! You go. Um, Do not just, ask me how much time. Just be prepared for everything else, though. You know, but I will say, my friend is a Shiba, and those dogs are the most like cats. So they're yep. very independent, which is great. Which is great. I love that. Yes, and that's what we heard. Louis has some Chihuahua in him, so fucking do it. All right, there we go. I love that. Is do is Lu- is Louis neutered? Yeah, he doesn't have balls. You oh, gotta, damn. dude, chop those nuts off as soon as you can. Dude, I got as soon as you. I can. asked the vet. The vet thought it I was changes like, everything. The vet thought I was crazy because they didn't think I was. They thought I was joking. I go, I go, yeah. So you're gonna take his balls off? I go, okay. Um, can I have them in a jar when you're done? And they're like, <laughs> what? I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, so if he ever gets out of line, I can just shake him in front of his face and say, look who's, look who's boss, bitch. 
you know? And they were like, no, haha. I was like, no. This is not a joke. Seriously. <laughs> I want those. On that and, note. And they said no. So. That is a freaking fantastic way to end this episode. <laughs> yeah. Have a good one, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you next week. Bye.